Pop, pop. It's a brand new month <laughs> and episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your students here joining you, Daniel Posey, and joining me across the internet also uh, gr- maybe a graduate. Actually, I would say graduate. You've graduated. It's Drew Douglas. I don't. This is one of those situations. Sometimes you have an intro, and it's like referencing stuff that we were talking about before we got on the microphone. <laughs> that no one on earth knows what you're talking about, or why you're saying pop pop, or they think we're going to talk about community, and we're not. We're That's just true. gonna. We're just doing our march. 2024 pop culture picks. It's uh, that's and that's the reason why I ended up going with pop pop because it's uh, pop picks. But oh, at the same time, very that was over time, my head. I didn't even get that. However, that is a tie-in. It's a very loose, very extended, uh, far-reaching tie-in to community because we were talking about community before recording. Mainly because Donald Glover, being a Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you brought something up. I found it fascinating. So Donald Glover, of course, being in Community, that was his first big show on NBC. We both really like Community, and we were talking about returning to that. But it's so weird because seeing a red carpet interview with Donald Glover, he's talking about the movie because that was teased for so long with you know six seasons in a movie for Community. And he mentioned he brought the movie up. It's so hard to think that he would return to that project but you brought up a good point. Maybe it's he's been so far removed, he's done his own stuff that maybe he's like, you know, it'll be a fun homecoming to go back, be with some of the actors like Joel McHale, Allison Brie, um, and just like do do something that is kind of returning back to what got him started in a way. I would love to see him back because I do miss him. Like he was a, a I feel like he is missed, even though I love season five so much. Um but he at least makes an impact because he's in part of it. And then season six, I think as a whole feels different and it's just the worst season for me. And it, it has nothing really to do with him being gone. Like that doesn't help, but um, yeah, like he's gone on to do so many things that it felt strange. The idea of him being in this movie, if he actually is in this movie or if this movie actually gets made, but then, yeah, maybe uh, enough time has gone by where he's done so many of his own things that he's he's more open to doing it. So we'll find out. Pop, pop. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's always fun to think back or return to a show. But that's one that I have honestly been thinking about returning to and, and rewatching. Um, it I feel like I go go back every now and again, but um, it just various things like phrases, pop, pop, or cool, 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 cool. I've been saying that so much that I now have infused my brain with community that it's like so subliminal that, and I even have one person say, cool, whenever I said that, the cool, 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 that they were like, wait, what is that from? I know what's that that's from, like community, duh. But I don't want to derail us too much uh, because as you had mentioned, this is uh, our pop culture picks month where we're talking about things we're excited it's coming out in the month of March, and we got to share with the world. Yeah, I think it's, what is it, February the 23rd. So we're doing this a, a little mm-hmm. bit early. Um, I can't believe we're already heading into March, but here we are. Yeah. Now, I, before we dive into those picks, I wanted to do something we haven't done in a long time. We were, uh, we were sent a letter that fits into what we discussed on our last podcast, which was uh, Rotten Tomatoes predictions for the month of March. Uh, and this <laughs> this letter, <laughs> e, 
This letter says, Dear Quality Check Boys, Thanks for all the entertainment you provide. Your Rotten Tomatoes prediction game is a delight, but we noticed a few omissions for the month of March. Can you please make predictions for Imaginary and the new Roadhouse uh, movie starring Jake Gyllenhaal? You're the best, you're the best. Write you back soon. Sincerely, Kim and Tim in Hershey, Pennsylvania. So, Kim and Tim, thank you for those kind words. You're right. We didn't make picks for Imaginary and Roadhouse. There's no reason why. I simply overlooked both those (laughs) movies. And I think we did... Eight movies in March? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. So Imaginary Roadhouse, and then I thought of this one, and I'll let you decide if we do it, because it's a prime movie. I mean, Roadhouse is, but it's a bigger one. But um, the new Peter Farrelly movie, Ricky Stenicky, comes out. So do you want to guess that one, too? Why why not? Because we ended up doing... um, Oh, what was that freaking Sandman movie? Uh, Sandy Wexler. <laughs> Back in the day, Sandy Wexler. I think Wexler. we did a, an actual podcast on that, too. That was we one of the did. first things we did. Yeah. And I don't know. That's like lost in the archives somewhere. But uh, yeah. So what is this? The the Far, uh, Fair, Fairley brother or Fairley? What, uh, Ricky Stenicky? What, what is his? Peter? Rick, that's it. Okay. For some reason, I kept thinking of Dicky or something. Oh, no, Ricky Stenicky starring... Ricky. Um, let's look this up real quick. So I, I'm, I want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. Um, Ricky Stenicky, Zach Efron, John Cena, Andrew Santino, who's on Dave. This looks terrible. Oh, yeah. We have three movies to, to do. Um, which of these movies do you want me to pick first? Why don't you go with Ricky's to Nikki? You want to do that? So that's March yeah. 7th on Amazon Prime. This looks stank. It's this bad. this looks like stank ass. Yeah, this. I think, I think John Cena, I've mentioned this before, is like probably a really good dude. And he's pocketing a lot of cash making these movies, but big time. I mean, I just read something that his like old management didn't want him to do Barbie. Because it was quote beneath him, and I'm like, some of the garbage you're churning out, um, <laughs> you might they might want to like readjust their thinking a little bit. No this looks kidding. like dump. I don't even know if I finished the trailer. And it's it's like one of those like three minute trailers too, which is crazy. It's definitely a it's just absurdity. That's what it is. And I just you know, it could it could be fun. But man, I like you said it. This definitely looks like you, this was left out in the hot sun, and um, it has just been over, over, uh, overcooked. Can I say though, I do think the the plot premise is kind of clever. It's like make they made up this guy to get out of things for years and years and years with their wives and girlfriends or whatever, and then it comes time that actually meet this person. So they, I think pay somebody John Cena to be Ricky Stenicky and he like won't leave them alone. (laughs) So it is a funny concept. The ingredients are there. It just looks like a really bad, like raunchy comedy. Uh, I, I'm going low on this turd bucket. I'm going to say, my goodness, I'm going to say 37%. Ooh, that's uh, that's much well, not not much lower. That's actually pretty close to what I I guessed. Because as soon as we threw that out there, I went ahead and had written that down. 
But considering that my guess is not too far off from the Bob Marley One Love movie, um, I feel like maybe I should go even lower. And I should, Price is Right, you can go lower than 37. Um, mm. I'm going to say 40. Watch this get like 85. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the next one, Imaginary, which is like this supernatural horror film from i believe blumhouse Mm -hmm. does it what do you think do you does this look good uh the main actress in there is very attractive so maybe dewanda wise oh yeah i don't know if i've seen her she looks oh yeah but dewanda wise was in jurassic world dominion i believe yeah 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 Uh, yeah yeah, yeah, alongside uh uh chrissy chrissy p and then um uh she was also in um Oh, the uh, uh, is it Spike Lee? Mm-hmm. She's uh, got to have it. That's the show. It. The show. I've, I've always wanted to see that. I haven't seen that yet. But um, Dewana, she was also in something else, and I can't recall. But I was like, I, I'd like to see more. I still have not seen The Harder They Fall. She was in that, um, but there was something else, and I liked her. But I'm like, I just oh, it's the The Twilight Zone. She ended up playing. Um, uh, in one of those episodes, the Jordan Peele Twilight Zone. Hmm. I'd have to rewatch Anyways. it. So the yeah, guy that I made this movie has made a number of films for Blumhouse, Truth or Dare, Fantasy Island, and then he also did Kick-Ass 2, Never Back Down, um, True Memoirs of an, an International Assassin <laughs> with Kevin James. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So not a lot of great stuff. I, don't, I mean... Uh, this for me is along the. I'm expecting along the lines of Night Swim, which yeah. I I think ended up in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Imaginary. So what? This is like an This is like a girl. Oh, this is yeah. This is the one with the stuffed bear named Chauncey. <laughs> and then it's like Chauncey's becoming this sinister being. Oh man, this could be a lot of fun actually. Yeah. Uh, I think this could be a lot of silly fun. I'm actually going to go a little higher than what you would think. I'm going to do 52%. That could be, I mean, this could be like the next Megan. Though I don't know. This looks like, from what I remember from the trailer, it's like an imaginary friend gone evil and then mixed with like Insidious. Mm -hmm. Like there's the Insidious vibe where they bring in somebody to like, it has like uh this being has like this history behind it and she's able to like decipher what's going on or something. See, this is where, um, it's fun. Did I go first? Yeah. I went first. (laughs) You were that excited to talk about this movie. I'm sorry, man. Um, So you're forced to go first on road. Well, that's all right. So for this, I do think that it's going to end up being low. I hope I don't regret my decision. But I'm going to say 50. I'm riding that line exactly 50. Oh, my yeah. goodness. It's funny that we're... You're trying to cheat we, me we've out liter- We've literally been just a few few away. But as soon as we talked about these and we got that from Tim and Kim, that letter, I went ahead and written these down, and I banged those numbers out as fast as possible, hope, <laughs> hoping that that will help my chances because so far I've been sucking... Um, but you're doing okay. You're doing okay in February. But, uh, I will say imaginary. Isn't that funny that we're getting this movie and then we're getting if imaginary friends yeah. from uh, Chris, John Krasinski later this year. 
And why are we not doing some sort of Barbenheimer type thing? Ooh. Imagine this double feature. This would be incredible. That'd be so, kind of amazing. So you mentioned uh, Insidious. It could be something like that. I think it's going to be lower, but the first Insidious got 67%. Insidious 2 tanked much lower with 39%. And then Insidious Chapter 3, 57%. So it kind of bounced up and down a little bit. Um, but I uh, I do think this one will will get a little bit lower. So that is March 8th in theaters. And then... Um March 21st, Amazon Prime Roadhouse, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. You get to go first on this one because I biffed up. Uh, I could, I, you know, if you want me to go first on this one, I can. No, that's all right. I'm going to say uh, for, for this, I'm going to throw out there 60%. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think it's going to be lower. I don't really think that critics are going to really like this movie. Um and uh, I think audiences and critics will be pretty close in terms of what Ooh. they, uh, how they feel about this movie. I am, um, I, I'm leaning more towards this being a crowd pleaser. I, I'm going to search Doug Lyman's films real quick. It's funny because he said this tested higher than Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I went bang on for what that got. Highest of his entire career. So... Doug Lyman's films, Chaos Walking, 21%. I won't go through all these, but just recently. Uh, Lockdown, which was the Anne Hathaway one. That was a stinker, 41%. American Made, 85%. The Wall, 65%. Jason Bourne, he didn't do that, sorry. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, 91 Fair Game, 79 Jumper, 15%. So he's all over the place. His last great one, I guess, is Edge of Tomorrow, though American Made was pretty decent. Ooh, yeah. I, I think this is more of a crowd pleaser and people will dig it. So I'm going to say 75%. Oh. That seems too high. It's, yeah, it's, that's way too high. Oh. I don't know. I'm, I'm really hoping that I'll like this movie. It's funny. I was talking to someone recently. I'm like, oh, man, this movie looks awful. I'm like, oh, come on. You're just like putting too much weight in the OG movie. I'm, I got to say, the I don't know. The OG have... movie's not even that great. Yeah, I was going to say, like, throw that out there. Yeah, I was like, that, that's like... Uh, that movie's absurd. It's fun. I had fun with it when I watched it, but it's insanely absurd. It's not It's not like any kind of award-winning movie, but yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, yeah, I mean it's not, not like high praise or anything, right? But whatever. Well, thank you, Kim and Tim from Hershey, Pennsylvania, for writing us in. And uh, apologies for missing two big movies and Ricky Stenicki. We, yeah, I was going to say we threw in a little bonus there. We gave you a bonus. And if we missed anything else, anyone can email us and uh, let us know. Just you got to throw in some kind words like Kim and Tim. Yeah, let us know said, how we're doing. Quote, thanks for all the entertainment you provide. Well, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure at qualitycheckpodcast.gmail.com. Hit us up. So March 2024, Pop Culture Picks. I'm giving this month, I mean, there's plenty to choose from. It's like, what's going to make my top three that I mm-hmm. feel good about? This was an okay month. It was like a, a, a B. Yeah, I would That's say so. That's all a B. I, like my one, my one two, I, I'm really excited for. Number three, I'm excited for, but it's not like I'm like counting down. Mm. 
And then I'll just, you want me to start number three? Yeah. And by the way, I just got to bring up, you had mentioned that um, while we were texting about this earlier, that you were doing something, something maybe special this time. I don't know how to say this. I picked something that I've obviously never picked before, but it's a, um, hmm. It's a format I've never picked before, like a book or a, hmm. a movie in theaters or music. Like, it's something I've never done before. It'll make sense when I reveal it. Hmm. Numero three. So I'm giving March a solid B. Solid. What do you think about overall March? I'm Overall, I would say it's like a B minus. It's, it's okay. It's okay. So with all the options you had to choose from, that you're into for the month of March is just a B minus. Yeah, B minus. Easily the best month so far, though. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we're starting. We're picking up where I was like, okay, there is a decent amount of stuff. April's got a lot of stuff. I think from here on through the summer, we're gonna be good. Numero three for me. Anytime Bleachers has an album, I gotta go with it. So that's my number three, self-titled album, March eighth. Uh, it's the band's fourth album. Four of the 14 tracks have been released already. So it's going to be, I think, interesting. Li- I listened to them all today before the pod. I'm like, it'll be interesting to see how this album as a whole sounds because I think three of the four songs are really mellow. Hmm. The first one that he released was, I think, the most upbeat traditional Bleachers track. And then in the last two, or last three, I should say, uh, pretty mellow vibe. Even some... Sp- like Springsteen type oh. mellow vibes. Um, so I, I don't know what to expect. I, I'm wondering if the album, if he, if he kind of lets loose a little bit more and well, I guess we'll find out. I'm sure I've talked about this before. Bleachers is the stage name of Jack Antonoff and he, his work obviously goes well beyond this band. One thing that I thought I would mention, and there's no real reason this other than we've talked about her, I think a pod or two, we mentioned her because she's in the new Ethan Cohen movie, Drive Away Dolls. But um, he's married to actress Margaret Qualley. Oh, who yeah. A couple months ago, and they got married last year, but like a couple pods ago, I learned, or somehow I had forgotten this, but she's the daughter of Annie McDowell. So we were talking about her and obviously Drive Away Dolls. And uh, now we're talking about her husband, Jack. I thought that was a nice little thing. It has nothing to do with anything, but it is kind of fun. Well, I had no idea that she was married. I I assume that she was single. Like, I... She's someone who I haven't really followed that much, but that's that's a cool tie-in because I saw this on the list. I was going through looking at new new albums, and I was curious if this would end up uh, being something that you were hyped for or you're, like, kind of so-so about. So it's interesting that this makes her number three. I'm not uber impressed with the four songs released so far. Mm. I'll say that. And as, as much as I enjoy bleachers, I was like, eh, I mean, these are okay. There's one I really like. And then three, I'm mixed on after a handful of listens. So, uh, I don't, this could turn out all right, but so far of his three albums, like I've been into them for the most part. Well, that's, that's really cool to end up hearing because, uh, not only that little tidbit, your number three is music. My number three is mm-hmm. also music. I'm trying. And I, I mean, there I was, will, there's a couple I'm albums curious. that may or may not have potentially made the list, but I'm like, God, it's just, 
to to earn a slot in my top three, I don't know if they were worth it. I know I mm-hmm. sound like an, a dumbass because I picked Madam Web as my number three Ooh. in February, but that was like desperation, <laughs> man. February stunk. I think in hindsight, yeah. I should have given yeah. it to like like driveaway dolls or something decent. Something. I mean, it, I picked something that I have no intention of seeing until it's <laughs> streaming. Anyway, <laughs> what's your uh, what's your music pick? So my number three is a music pick, and it comes. Uh, it's a first, first brand new album from this group in fifteen years. This is coming from the Robinson Brothers, who have apparently made up. Mm-hmm. Rich and Chris, we're getting happiness bastards from the Black Crows. First time getting into a studio and recording new songs since 2009. I got to say, the opening, which I heard uh, for the uh, first time not, not too long ago, uh, the first song, which I don't think was their first single, but it's so far my favorite, and they've only released two songs, it's wanting and waiting. This definitely has a throwback vibe to um, it's it's kind of like a, a cross with the the Black Crows when they were doing a little bit of Shake Your Money Maker, uh, which is one of their their biggest albums, and that was from in 1990. But I grew up a huge fan of these guys. They were always like my version of like the 90s. Uh, Rolling Stones or Aerosmith and they borrowed so heavily from those guys but this is something that um, after hearing something uh, 2009 before the frost until the freeze their last album which was very much so along the lines of their acoustic like stripped down version of songs um, they had some pretty good songs on that and some funky songs as well um, this is, I, it sounds like going back to their rock roots of like, let's get down the, the blues in a funk way. Um, I could get down with that, especially getting out on the bike, uh, this spring summer, um, hearing them on my speaker blasting while I'm trying to, uh, destroy myself going up hills, I think will give me the motivation that I need. Happiness Bastards though, love the title of this. Especially considering that these brothers, there's always turmoil. And and it feels like they break up, they get back together. Break up, come back together. Well, it's, I, I had to go and do some research. Uh, ended up looking on Rolling Stone. Uh, they ended up uh, releasing at the uh, in mid-January, so about a month ago now, uh, an article kind of going through their history and I found that to be interesting because like 2015, they were like, we're done. We're done. We, we can't take each other anymore. And then they've been able to uh, get back together, crank out some new music. I'm really excited to see uh, what else they have in store for us. But so far, I'm, I'm pumped for this. Uh, you will enjoy this part that it's only 10 songs and... Um, it's, uh, it's it's all they could stand being together. Oh, yeah. Ten songs, forty <laughs> minutes of music, and then they had to just separate. Yeah, that's it. Now I think they've already broken up before this album even comes out. So, uh, very very pumped for this, and uh, this is uh, coming out uh, in mid March. We have a little bit of a uh, little bit of waiting to do for it. Uh, March fifteenth. I'm more of a Counting Crows guy. Another band that hasn't released anything since. <laughs> yeah, God, exactly. what, 2014, I think, was their yeah. uh, last one. I've never been a huge Black Crows fan. 
Oh, maybe I should do it a little. Uh, I mean, it's the fact that you bring up the nineties. I'm like, gosh, maybe I should give this a shot. Give oh, them a man. shot. They, yeah, that was, uh, I grew up. It, that was nuts. I grew up listening to them. Uh, I think my favorite album of theirs is the Southern Harmony, a musical companion, super deluxe album. Um, this has a lot of their big songs, Remedy, Sting Me, Thorn in My Pride, um, especially their deluxe. They've got a lot of songs on that where uh, it's some jamming, uh, but it just the sound of that album is just so good. I mentioned Shake Your Moneymaker. That's 30 years. Uh, they ended up having a 30th anniversary uh, release for that, um, which they ended up having some extra, like kind of B-sides on that. Um, but that was always like their big, uh, biggest hit, I feel. But man, so good. I could talk about those guys uh, forever. And and I, I just love them. So glad that they're, they've made up and they, they've kissed, made up, made some music, and they've probably broken up again. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, all right. So numero two. And this is this is the one that I said uh, this is something I've never picked before. And I, I'm hyping it up because it's really not that big of a deal. Uh, but I'm doing a 4K Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray release. It's uh, it's it's for a movie that fans have been going nuts for for years. Just that really have been you know salivating because they want this so badly. And do you have any idea what <laughs> what this is? No. It's a movie that. Uh, James Cameron made. It's called The Abyss. Yeah, okay. Comes out March twelfth. Now, this movie came way. It came out nineteen eighty nine, and like I said, what makes this special is um, finding this movie has been insanely hard for a long time. It was um, released on Laserdisc. It was on on DVD. It was never on Blu Ray. It's been hit or miss if you could find the streaming or if you could even rent it, even like digitally. Yeah. I saw this for the first time finally in 2017. It was on Stars, And then it's just been like basically MIA for years and years and years. So it's been super hard to track down. This collection, along with it's got like new documentaries, a bunch of special features, but it also has the special, the normal theatrical cut. And then a special edition that runs around three hours long. <laughs> I've obviously never seen that version. I've heard that version is better than the theatrical version. So I can't wait to um, dive into both versions of this movie. I think the special edition is the one that played in theaters when this came out. They had like a one-day screening of this back in December. And it was playing nowhere near me. So I couldn't go see it. So I've been waiting for this, and I think you know this has been on iTunes since December, but I've wanted to physically own it. So we're not jumping through hoops trying to freaking find this. You know, <laughs> no kidding. That is the issue with streaming, and some people will ask me, why do you still buy physical media? And it's for this reason. It's like if you can't find it, Big things time. are constantly shifting where you mm -hmm. can even stream it. I want a copy. And then James Cameron obviously has been working to make sure the, the 4K transfer looks up to snuff, up, up to what his standards are. And it's taken a long time because he's obviously busy with Avatar. But he's been hands-on with this. Uh, coming out March 12th, this is kind of a trifecta. This is going to be a great day, March 12th, because we have 4K releases of The Abyss, True Lies, and Aliens. 
Oh yeah. I pre-ordered all three of those. That is going to be a freaking dope day. That was that was originally going to be my three movies. I was going to oh. each of these as, as a pick for March. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, well no, The Abyss is the one I'm looking forward to the most." Cuz I just haven't seen I've only seen it one time and I really want to see that extended version. I wonder if the behind the scenes and the uh, the bonus material too will end up being him yelling at everyone and it's basically <laughs> used as like war torture because that's what it sounded like making this movie. It does. I think I think one of the documentaries they look back on it. I hope they dive into like the production of this movie sound like utter chaos. And uh, obviously the visual effect, like this one, I think in 1990, like best visual effects mm-hmm. at the Oscars. And it was something that like a lot of the elements in this films in this film, Cameron used in his future films, you know, whether T2 yeah. and obviously the underwater stuff, like he's obsessed with that. So I'm excited for all three of these, but the abyss is my numeral one. And I don't, I don't think I've ever picked a 4k release. I was wondering, like, what what this new me, what you're talking about, because I'm like, I don't know what that could, because I thought it, you have done a 4K, but I can't tell you what it is. I, I was gonna say, I, I, and going into this, I'm like, well, I think I actually have, but I couldn't tell you what I picked before. I will say this, uh, this will be really cool. I am also interested in in picking this up. I will say the other thing that I've noticed, like, there have been a few movies too that are just like not been on streaming i'm like you know what i just like that i really like those movies um, and true true lies was another one i couldn't find that yeah anywhere and then all of a sudden yeah. this and the abyss are just like everywhere so i don't know if whoever had the rights to it suddenly lost it so that's it's available to be on like because i think the abyss is on hulu now and true lies is constantly like on mm-hmm. different services now it's i keep Every day, I swear that plays on like AMC. It is on all the time. Now that you say that, I'm thinking back. That feels like one of the biggest movies, most uh, a frequent flyer, so to speak, for what you would end up seeing on AMC. But man, now I love True Lies. But as far as like The Abyss, I've seen it once. I enjoyed it, but hearing this like three hour cut, give me give give me all of three hours of Jimmy C. Because I'm gonna see just if you can tell more on the actors' faces if they are in pain and they're just like, get me out of here. So my number two is brand new, not a throwback, not 4K, anything like that. But this is kind of a wild card, but I'm bumping it up a little bit because it is music. Oh my goodness. Still music. Yeah. Coming out March 22nd. And I will say there's a song on this album that I feel like no one can escape. It's been everywhere. But I found it, I was listening to Apple Music. I will preface this by saying I was listening to Apple Music One and they were playing uh, this song that's on the album along with another song. Couldn't listen to it anywhere else and I loved it. But it was because it was out of the US. It wasn't even in Europe. This is coming to us from Tyla who is um, releasing the self-titled album, as I mentioned, March 22nd. Uh, This is uh, Tyler's biggest song is Water. Uh, South African singer-songwriter with an R&B album. 
It's an R&B pop album. Kind of gives me a little bit of like uh, Dua Lipa vibes. But it, something about water is, I mean, like I said, you cannot escape that. It's everywhere. Have you heard this song? You're not going to. This is completely true. I. You haven't. No, I have. Before we re- recorded this today, I did my workout, Peloton, and in my class it played. And I clicked on it. I was like, what is this? And I saw the song and I saw it said Tyler. And I go, I was like, who's Tyler? <laughs> Ooh. So I have heard it because it was in my class today. I've just never heard of her. Yeah. So this was, um, again, that's why I had to preface, give this whole backstory about I was listening to Apple Music One, Water. That's when that first came up. But they did, it was like, um, I love these European stations as well, because a lot of times they'll play songs, and I'm like, oh, I love it. And I can't get access to it here in the U.S. That's happened a couple of times. One of Tyla's songs that happened to me uh, with, and I don't know if this was uh, before the album or uh, on the album or or whatever, but I flagged this song. I'm like, I'm going to have to listen to it. Now pops up every little bit, uh, whether it's on Apple Music um, every little bit with Spotify, if I've used Spotify or on the radio now. But this is um, just this unique R&B pop blend I'm, I'm up for. I don't know what to expect. Brand new artist, brand new album, and I'm here for it. I want to hear more from, from her, and I, I can't wait for March 22nd. I don't have a lot to say about this other than the fact of how it just feels refreshing, this her take and, and how it sounds so far. Um, but right now, we do have 14 songs on this album, but Water, a Water Remix, is at the, uh, it's the final song. So that's with Travis Scott, in which, um, I mean, it's the same song, just a remix. So we will likely be getting 13 brand new songs. Surprised that you're, you didn't flip-flop three and two. I was tempted. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't have those reverse, I guess is what I'm trying to I, say. I was tempted. I bumped Tyla up just because of new, just the new sound and it being something that it could be amazing. And this could end up being like, when I first heard Dua Lipa's future, future Nostalgia, I'm like, done, sold, love it. Like, that's easily one of my favorite, like, pop albums. But then... This, I'm like, this could be, this could end up being a surprise hit album for me for this year, where this could go like at number one or in the top three. We'll see on March 22nd, but I'm anxiously awaiting this album. Do you think your head would have exploded if I had that as my number one? (laughs) I would, I was actually like, what if that ends up being the case? Because I mean... Yeah, I, there's a possibility. I doubt it, but yeah, I, pro- I probably <laughs> Very, would have. Um, I would say there's a zero percent chance. Ooh, I thought uh, you know maybe you ended up hearing hearing water, uh, and then you went down the rabbit hole, and you're like, man, I got a feature. This is my number one. I know there's that Truth or Dare song too that I've heard mm-hmm. too. Thank you, Peloton. That's all I can say. Otherwise, I I probably would not have heard them. And you you like them? You're not like a huge fan, but you like them? Um, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it was, it was, uh, I don't want to say catchy. It was enough for me to click on it because I thought it was someone else. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't know who I thought it was, but I'm like, ah, oh, this sounds like 
so and so and then it wasn't obviously but the the other thing you mentioned that you heard those on peloton that's another reason why i'm picking this because i'm starting to stack my playlist with new music or newer music so that i can crank it out on the bike i love doing that like there's nothing that feels better than getting out on the bike cranking for like an hour and just going as hard as i can and playing good solid music that can just like get me in that mind mindset that vibe. I like it. And uh, I think Tyler is going to help along with the Black Crows. They just had a series because they do artist series and they just had Green Day. So like Green Day mm. um, classes where it's just nothing but that music. Uh, so that was kind of fun to hear that. And they did some obviously some throwback songs and nothing too deep. But it's always great when you can do a class and it's like centered around somebody that you love, like a band oh, yeah. or an artist. So my numero one. I don't think there's much I can say about number one. I mean, I feel like we've talked about it quite a bit. And that was when the first trailer dropped a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure I even said it's going to be my number one in March. No questions asked. And it's Roadhouse starring (laughs) Jake Gyllenhaal. Streams on uh, Amazon Prime March 21st. This is a reimagining of the 1989 movie that starred Patrick Swayze. Uh, Gyllenhaal plays a former UFC fighter who works at a roadhouse in the Florida Keys. And this, for me, just looks like a great way to spend a couple of hours watching these very attractive people hang out, throw some punches, and they're, they're, it's the beach vibe that I love. I love that setting. And that's, I mean, that's all I can say. I'm so hyped for this. Give me fun two hours. And we should hear pretty soon, I think, what people are thinking. Because it's it's at South by Southwest on March 8th, I think, oh, if yeah. the there. Being boycotted, we, obviously, by... Yeah, Doug, Doug Lyman. Ly- director Doug Lyman's not going to be there. He's doing a, quote, silent protest. Because <laughs> they aren't... Amazon's not dumping this in theaters. And we've talked about that before. But he, again, he says, career best performance from Jake Gyllenhaal. And by not having this in theaters, Gyllenhaal's losing out on awards love. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think he looks like he's going to be great in this. Like, oh, yeah. Fun, comedic action performance. I have no doubt he's going to be great. Jake and G's always great. Uh, the, some of the, the Doug Lyman stuff, like I, it, he had me and then he lost me with some of the comments. But man, I'm hyped for this. I hope it's great. The fact that Jakey G, he's saying that this is a career best for Jake over things like, say, Prisoners or... Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, yeah, exactly. Zodiac. (laughs) Though you could argue Gyllenhaal, he carries Zodiac, but he might be the weakest link in there. Mm. Because Ruffalo's amazing. Robert Downey Jr. obviously is amazing. Um, But, uh, yeah, Roadhouse, man. I think I have... I think I have higher expectations of this than you do. Yeah, you do, for sure. Like, I for sure would be surprised if this isn't a great two hours. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I am excited for this. I'm not like peak or anything, but I, I'm excited. I, I'm excited. I think that you are carrying a little bit more of that on your shoulders, for sure. But I mean, I think about it every day. <laughs> so it comes out March 21st. Amazon usually puts their stuff out the night before, so... I, it'll be Wednesday the 20th, I would imagine around 8 o'clock Eastern Loves. is when 
I would guess this pops up. This is immediately like a refresh, refresh. When is it going to show up? I know, and then you know, get get late into bed. My wife will go to sleep, and this is me, you know, counting down to where I can watch it about ten o'clock that night. Will you be watching this that night? Do you think you'll watch it over the weekend, or it might be a little bit? No, I'll probably I'll watch it right away. It'll be like Mister Mrs. Smith, where I'll watch it, and that way I can finish it, and then maybe text you right i don't know maybe i'll withhold that and then we'll pot about it i feel like we'll have to pot about it since this is your number one absolutely we'll have to so i'll have to reserve what i think but yeah i'll i'll at least let you know that i've seen it but i'm planning on that night i love it so numero one did you do the music trifecta i did not i almost did i i thought about it what would have been your uh what would have rounded it out oh man that's tough i was um because we have MGMT and we yeah. have some 41 has like a double album that I debated on. Mm-hmm. It's um, God. What else? There's like one other one that I thought about. See, I, I was really, really, really tempted to end up going with MGMT, but I listened to, and, and that's uh loss of life. Um, I ended up, or, uh, I ended up li- listening to a few. I'm like, yeah, I'm just not like it. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I I went back and listened to the single so far. And I'm like, I'm not really yeah. into any of these. Um. But yeah, that uh, I and that's where I'm like, everything else was pretty just like mm, okay, like just not great. Um. So I thought, yeah, okay. If if that's the case, then I'm going to go with kind of like what you did with Roadhouse. My number one is a movie, and it's uh, it's kind of no-brainer. We talked about this so much that it's hard for me to really say oh, much more. Yeah, I know what it is. It's obviously Dune Part 2 uh, coming out March 1st. I got my ticket um, before canceling my subscription service. <laughs> I was going to say, when does that wrap up? Um, it's supposed to be March, um, March 1st, but I got it. I'm like, ooh, Dude, yeah. you should I'm- do that with, can you do that with everything in March? That's actually pretty smart. I did actually think about that, yeah. Because I'm like, wow. what if I just go ahead and clock, you know, just... Because I can get in advance up until yeah. it's done. And so I thought, well, that way it'll just take me all the way through the month. But Doom Part 2, I'm actually seeing it Thursday. I'm cheating here. Even though it's coming out March 1st, I'm seeing it on Leap Day. It's the 29th of this month. So... I'll end up seeing that. Um, the other movie I thought about getting with a subscription service before before it's done is Kung Fu Panda Four. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> what be about Kong? It. Kong's Dong, and then that's right. That's right. Um, I feel like there's at least what else is coming out that you could have done. That's I think that's actually pretty intelligent. I would do that, and then obviously uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood, Blood and, and Honey, honey Two. Mm-hmm. That's for sure happening. I. Uh, I did. I uh, with at least with Dune because I figured by next week we'll end up having um, an idea of where some of the movies will end up placing. Um, but I just I wish like Roadhouse ended up coming in uh, coming to theaters because I feel like that would be a fun movie to see. I definitely would have like um, I would have gotten tickets for that. Oh, um, that would have been amazing. Now, if that's it's streaming too at the same time. Would you have watched it at home if? Ending my subscription service, like what I am now, I'd get tickets to see it in theaters. 
I, I would do that. Um, I'm yeah. kind of, so I should get tickets for Imaginary. Um, we've talked about this briefly. I'm interested in Love Lies Bleeding. Yeah, that looks cool. I, I, I actually almost had Imaginary on my list. See, I thought about that too, just because it's horror. I'm like, I, I really want to, to end up, you know, um, putting in some horror because it's been a minute. Uh, also, Arthur the King. I thought about that. Um, tempted to get tickets for that. The Marky Mark movie where he's, um, you know, being uh, led on the right path by the dog, or at least uh, the dog's helping him. And also, I can't forget Sydney Sweeney's Immaculate. <laughs> Ghostbusters, too. Oh, yeah. My goodness. I, I freaking, I'm now doing what you're doing, forgetting Ghostbusters uh, all the time talking about March. But yes, I need to get tickets for that, too. Load up, but baby. Yeah. See, March has some de- decent things. Some yeah, it's 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 okay. Maybe maybe I'll go to a B instead of a B minus. But still though, um, Doom Part Two, man. I just the closer it gets, the more I'm getting excited to see um, not only uh, Timmy C. It's this is featuring more Zendaya, but also real reason. Let's be honest here. It is to see Austin Butler be a total <laughs> psychopath. Who we literally talked about this on the last podcast. It's like the exact same conversation. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I I can't really say or add much more. Um, But yeah, that's why that's why I'm peak hype. I would say I'm getting peak hype for Dune Part Two. It's interesting because this is on my radar, but I haven't thought about it at all, and I don't think I'm going to see this in theaters. Man, can't wait three hours. I'm going to load up. I'm just going to go order like so many things from the menu, and I'm just going to like buzz them every like. 15 minutes i'm like please bring me a refill <laughs> and i'm gonna have a catheter oh my god that way i can just <laughs> go, go the catheter the is connected to the dune popcorn bucket <laughs> oh man what if that was like the I little bag that. that you know you would kind of trot around on the little you wheel it around and it's the instead of like an iv bag it's the <laughs> dune popcorn bucket that's like a steady that drip goes of like another right into your veins. That's that. This is going to be another deep quality check uh, plug from anyone who's been listening to us for any long period of time will remember this. That's going to be part of the plot plot bucket. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. How could I forget? So also out this weekend is the <laughs> re-released one week only of Tenet. Oh yeah. Talk about, I'm definitely not getting tickets to that. <laughs> re-release one week only see it and it keeps telling me every time i see an ad for this see it in the biggest screen possible mm-hmm. the way it was meant to be seen yep. wb trying well, I, to rub the neck of chris nolan to get him to come back come, come on back baby i already did it i already saw it in the largest screen i could possibly see it in and i don't want to see it yeah again. i say no thank you to that so no thank you uh so next podcast i don't know what we're going to talk about don't you you still need to wrap up, not that we're going to spend an episode on it, but you need to finish True Detective. Oh, yeah. Season four. I need I need to wrap that up. By the way, big surprise. I finished this in two and a half, three nights. Finally watched all of Beef. Oh, did you like it? Yeah, I dug it. Especially the, good? the ending with it. Uh, fl- you've seen it all, right? Yeah. I watched okay. it, I think, in about a day and a half. Yeah, so that may... I, keep- I would rewatch that. 
with the, I've thought about it actually, and I I just finished with it being so short too. But with Stephen and Allie, which Allie just so freaking good. I mean, they're both good, but Allie Wong is just incredible. She's great, man. She's smoking hot. Too. Oh yeah. Do you? It, never mind. I was going to ask a very inappropriate question, but I won't. Um, <laughs> so I was going to say, will you pull a Paul? Where uh, uh, don't say it if you can't yeah, say yeah. it. <laughs> I sh- um, I'm gonna get scolded for even saying what I said. Ooh, but that's true. I may just have to edit. <laughs> just have to edit all this out. Anyways, point is, Beef was a great watch. Um, it's so good, and also both of the, them, their chemistry is awesome. But you know, the very end. Spoilers. Hit that spoiler alarm if you have not seen Beef because I don't want to give it away. Uh, but pauses for about thirty seconds. Beef, the final episode when they're tripping out on the berries. That's where it reminds me of the truth serum from Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Isn't that weird how it's like kind of so close? And I watched both of those. Those were two shows that I saw back to back. Um, it definitely goes in directions I didn't expect. Oh, big time. Big like time. it, like it's like five episodes of, I felt like it was based in reality. And then it kind of starts having some fun. But yeah. man, that show rules. Yeah, that, it was, it was pretty solid. Deserves all the awards attention that it's getting especially for steven and Allie. did they win i don't even know what they've been now i don't pay attention to that yeah. really but uh steven steven ended up winning for uh his um um oh damn what's uh golden globes and then Allie, she's won a couple of awards as well but best actor best actress give it to him they deserve it yeah.